Welcome everybody to Podcast Today for September 15th, 2016. It's been a long, hard road, but we finally made it. We have gotten through all of the Harry Potter films and we have reached the film based on the seventh book. So that... what? Oh, we're not at the end. Oh. Oh well. That's the big problem with this film. The fact that it is not the final film. They broke Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows into part one and part two. And they literally called it part one and part two. They could at least come up with subtitles. You know, something to, to make it look like we're not just breaking a book in half for commercial reasons. In fairness to the, the wonderful folks at Marvel, I'm pretty sure that's what they've done with Infinity War. It was originally going to be Infinity War Part 1 and Part 2, but now the first one is going to be called Infinity War, and then the second one will have a different name. Just so it doesn't feel like they're ripping you off by making you watch half of a film. Twilight series did the same thing. The Hunger Games did the same thing. I haven't even watched that last Hunger Games film. I've watched all the rest of them, but I have very little interest in finally actually getting around to sitting down and watching that last Hunger Games film. I might watch it in the next week or so, but I don't care. That franchise lost me long ago. Deathly Hallows, its biggest problem is that it's the first part of a book. You see, it's not so much a problem that it was broken into two, but it's that you took a piece of fiction that was written as, as a whole. You took a book that was written with a beginning and a middle and an end and a narrative structure and a narrative arc that makes sense. You know, when J.K. Rowling constructed that book, she did not construct it with the idea of breaking it into two pieces. Books don't work like that. You read it from the start and you get to the end. Now, ideally, it takes you on a roller coaster. So if you chop it in half, the middle, it's it's just like you've come down off one of the loops and you just stop for a while. You know, you take a year long break and then you finish it later. There's my, my very strained roller coaster metaphor. <laughs> but that is the problem with this film. And in theory, in theory, what they go for isn't a terrible idea because this film takes Hogwarts out of the equation. Harry, Ron and Hermione go on the run seeking Horcruxes and it's basically a film centered on those three and those three alone. It takes all of the supporting players out of the picture for the most part and, and just places the burden of the film on them. And it is a film about them and those three characters and how they have grown and developed and how they interact all these years later as they're going into their final journey. And you know, in theory, that's not a bad idea to slow things down before the big finale and do some character work. But there's not really much interesting character work in there. There is the the one not get to rule them all. The Harry and Ron's precious that makes them mad at each other. Yes, it's basically the one ring turned into a Harry Potter thing. The, the Horcrux locket, which they wear around their neck and make them all paranoid and mad. Then Harry and Ron have a bit of a spat. Then Ron comes back and you, you know. Everyone gets along by the end, which is, is another problem, you know, it's contrived drama. I don't, I never like that. It's like, oh, we hate each other for a while just because we need to fill a film. In fairness, they, they hate each other in the book too, but the crux of the book wasn't them hating each other. Get it? Crux, Horcrux, anyway. But the crux of the film was them hating each other. That was the, the, the key of this film. It was a subplot in a book that was broadly about a lot more, where it was a fundamental feature of this film, which is, is a, is, that's a problem. And that's why this film didn't really work. Because it's it's not the, the whole roller coaster, it's half of the roller coaster, and you only get half of the fun. And even then, it's all the build-up. It's not even all the build-up, it's just them wandering around camping. Like, the, the film isn't irredeemable. Like, the scene where Hermione is deleting her own parents' memories is just like, oh, that's like, really sad. And Dobby dies. Spoilers. Again, this film has been out for six years, so you can't, you can't really give out to me. The book's been out even longer. And this is a review. You shouldn't click on reviews if you don't want to be spoiled. But yeah, Dobby dies, which I think lands a lot better in the books because Dobby is a more featured player in the books as the series progresses, where he's disappeared from the films. Just like Ginny disappeared for a long time and Malfoy kind of faded into the background for a very long time. Dobby's just like, I'm not here, now I'm dead. 
and then I'm sad. Because still Dobby dying, I'm still sad. I'm not a monster. Well, not much of a monster. Also, the animation for the, the whole three brothers thing, the tale of the three brothers, and the wand, and the, the invisibility cloak, and all that, and the resurrection stone. That was really nice. That was a nice piece of animation. But this film doesn't work. It just doesn't. It doesn't. It is half of a film, and it's not a very good half. It does have a cool ending, though, with Voldemort breaking into Dumbledore's grave. That's not a bad ending. She's like, yeah, sacrilege. <laughs> Dumbledore, screw you, you're dead. I didn't even kill you. Yeah, that's basically my thoughts on this film. Doesn't work. Don't chop a book in half, folks. That's not a good idea. It doesn't work. You can listen to new episodes of podcasts today every single day at soundcloud.com forward slash TWSKK. You can subscribe on iTunes. Just search for the TWS Network. You can also follow me on Twitter at Garkin, A-G-A or E-G-T-K-I-D-N-E-Y. Thanks for listening and bye-bye.